0: Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirato
1: Projecto.
2: We're
3: here at the Chili Cook-Off. We're in the VIP tent, and these fellas are going to play some music.
4: The rain is out. However, we have full full good, good intentions. Well,
3: Milwaukee song, you heard the man.
4: guys kind of have, like, a Ryan
3: uh, Ryan Adams kind of vibe, which is pretty cool. Uh, My brother's a huge Ryan Adams fan, and, uh, I thought uh, anyone who likes Ryan Adams and that kind of, just American kind of music might appreciate these guys. So, there you go. Something Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Falling? Yeah, uh,
4: we'll remember We'll remember Listen I don't have much time But do you feel Like you're going Out of your gourd Are you, Do you have The cabin fever Have you run out Of Netflix to watch if, Has the thought Occurred Hey you know what I can make funny stuff I've been watching TikTok I've been watching All the social Networks And seeing What kind of Creativity is coming out I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it. Please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. uh, You can put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees. Uh uh your friends playing guitar. Ah it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm.
3: Just keep talking. I'm recording this. This is. I need to remember this. I'm putting this on my podcast. So they suddenly had a four string quartet show up. Well, no,
5: they had this four string quartet scheduled, but then they were concerned if it rained, that would ruin the instruments. Well, if you knew all along you were having these instruments, why would you even schedule it someplace where they can get rained on? That's very true. Because and for, such
3: a risky thing, and such a lofty outside. idea. Go
5: to the church. just... <laughs> Make it easy. You get enough stress on your wedding day. But if you could pull
3: it off, what a great feeling that is, huh?
5: Right. (laughs) Right. Like, oh, we did it. Yeah. yeah. So then
3: at the last second, you know, two hours beforehand, you end up getting a phone call or an email or something. A text. Oh, a text saying this is the address. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
3: How many people were involved with this whole thing? Oh
5: goodness! Two hundred. Yeah, about two hundred. Two hundred people. Yeah. yeah. So two
3: hundred people got a text yeah. saying, "This is this is where you're yeah. going." Yeah. yeah. Did anyone know who? Did anyone know who might have been on the list of who, Like, what were the main question marks in your brain with something like? That?
5: Why? <laughs> what was she thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, even the funnier thing is his sister, the bride's mother said, you know, you really need to have a phone tree set up, designate someone, once the decision's made, designate someone to start calling people and letting people know, and then those people can let people know. Oh, wow. And his niece said, well, who would that be? And she his, his sister said, well, how about your godfather, my husband, and... Denise said, "Well, you're talking about the one person who doesn't have a cell phone.
3: Oh my gosh!
5: Well, we still have a phone. Yeah. I have a cell phone. We had means to you communicate funny with people. That everybody was at the church, and
3: the street quartet was still sitting at the park. Well, if everybody went to the church yeah. and the street, and they're just waiting for yeah. the people to show up, like where's everyone? Yeah. Or or they've been playing the same song so, over and over, like someone forgot to Will arrive. Them. So <laughs> that's crazy. And,
5: that's, and his brother and his wife who did go to the park." unknowingly said there were other people there having like photos taken for like graduation photos or and so if the wedding would have been going on how would these people have shown up and had their photos taken okay
3: oh interesting oh (laughs)
2: wow
3: now the detective in me wonders that's so interesting so the whole idea for them to give the text was that the, the wedding had to be moved, basically. The wedding had to be moved. It's not going to be at the park. It's going to be at, at the church, right? If it rains, only if it rains. But it didn't rain that day is what we are saying. Did. It didn't. It, it, it never rained.
5: It was, for, I think it was in the forecast, though. And that's why they made the decision. I think two hours ahead of the wedding... The forecast was like a 30% chance
3: of room. So, so to protect
6: so, the string
5: quartet.
3: Yep, yep, So, okay, let me think. How did they end up arranging that ability for, for a, a church to just suddenly go, okay, yeah, you can have a wedding here.
5: They had the church booked months in advance. She, His sister said, they have a church as a backup. And he said, oh, what church? And she said, I can't tell you. Oh.
3: What? Okay, so what was the reason why? No
5: just to keep, because they wanted it at that park so bad, they didn't even want to talk about the Oh, they didn't even want to church. think of
3: that possibility. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the
5: church was only a plan B.
3: I love it. I see what you mean. They didn't want anyone even thinking of the possibility that it could be in a church. Right. They just wanted the Appearance. thought, okay, it's going to be at the Ilka park. Appearance.
5: Power of positive
3: thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we have this astounding story to talk about. How yep. cool is that? All because they decided to, to, to throw the Hail Mary and yep. go, yeah, let's just try it. Here we go. Oh, three-point shot. No, let's do a 12-point shot. Let's throw it from yep. way on the other side of the Yep.
5: Yep.
6: This
3: is so intriguing. I love the fact that so two hundred people you say you're oh, yeah. in charge of wrangling them together, you were the ringleader. No, I wasn't the ringleader. I was I was at the bottom of the food chain there. Oh,
6: I was the last one to know.
3: <laughs> oh you were the last one to know.
6: Yep. We were probably the last one to arrive to the wedding. Yeah,
5: we got there very shortly because
3: we
6: almost walked, walked in anymore. with the bride and groom down the aisle. <laughs> you're like, hey, guys, Just wait here 15 seconds.
3: Okay come on honey, let's go run to the seats. So that's so, wow, this is so intriguing to hear this. I, my buddy, he, uh, he, he shoots wedding videos out in Illinois, and he sends me the footage and I edit them. So you know, all day long I'll be watching people get married. It's so interesting to be this, it's almost like being a ghost in another dimension. They, they have no idea I exist. So here I am watching this really interesting wedding and it's up to me to sculpt which parts of their best sides are forever emblazoned into that archive. Because then, I'm choosing between two and four seconds of each of these particular shots from different directions. I send them to him, and then he edits it in with all the other stuff, like the pieces of the ceremony, pieces of the reception. Whoa. I mean, it looks like a feature film. It, he puts it in 24 frames per second, so it looks like film. And you're going, this cannot be a wedding video. This is like a real movie, isn't it? It's amazing what he does. So, having that in the back of my brain of watching...
2: movies What you? Oh, you
3: movies. They do. They do. People can't believe they're shot with just some little Panasonic camera. So it's interesting to watch the different ways that the weddings are set up. All the different, you know, from people's backyards to inside, you know, just a little banquet hall to just all kinds of interesting things. So to hear stuff like this is really cool. Well, then a
5: couple years ago, my nephew got married in Washington D.C. and his wedding was going to be at the War Memorial. It's just, it looks like a big, kind of like a big gazebo. A big, yeah. concrete over, over gazebo. Overgrown-sized
6: <laughs> gazebo. The hard roof. And
5: the, the cool, well, and it, I think it rained that morning, but it, or it was quite cool, but it, the weather turned out to be rather nice just in time for the wedding. Wow. They did not have, or yeah, they did have an indoor backup plan their indoor backup plan was going to be the same place the reception was going to be. So that made
2: sense. Um,
5: But, the story I vaguely remember is so they had this gorgeous wedding in this monument. Some random person out taking photographs was walking by and went, oh, look at that pretty wedding. And they, because the apple tree Apple blossoms were in bloom, so they took a photo of this wedding, and it turned out really cool. So they either posted it on Facebook or in, they posted it somewhere and said, "Hey, I got this gorgeous picture of this couple," and it got shared, 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 and made its way back to my. I love it wife. like a message
3: in a bottle kind of thing. Yeah, reverberated its way back, echoed. Yep. Its, so, yep. how did she find it? How did? Well, how did she f- see that it, oh my gosh, that's me, that, you know...
5: Some some friend saw it and went, that's John and Liz, and it, it, through friend of friend of friend, it made its way back to John really? and Liz.
3: So... What what I'm curious is this would fascinate me is knowing the the, the uh, amount of time between when they put that word out you know when they post it and when it got to that would be interesting to see that time frame how, how many for sure. how many friends it got I, posted yeah and that, passed I, on
6: yeah what
3: was that chain sure
5: many because it was somebody that knew had knew who they were because
3: that's a cool um, domino effect when yeah. you think about those I, elements and
5: that's where I don't remember the details I vaguely remember the story that someone some random person oh took gosh. that photo and it got posted somewhere. Somebody saw it and said, that's John and Liz. And it's a
3: gorgeous photo. You know, and what an interesting documentary that would be is if you actually decided to follow the rabbit hole. So you go, okay, here they hear about it. And you go, who would you hear it from? Okay, who would you hear it from? Where did you yeah. see it? And you go, until <laughs> it goes all the way back to the photographer. That would be cool to see how that happened.
5: Yep. I think I heard the story from my sister-in-law, my nephew's mom. Because I... I saw this gorgeous photo in the photo albums,
3: and she said, yeah, that was taken by some guy we don't know. <laughs> wow. Oh. So that must have been a cool reconnection, too, between that photographer who goes, yeah. hey, who is this? You know, yeah. and now they're answering the call. They're going, hey, we're the ones that yeah. that you put out there. So they must have eventually met one another. Wow. Yeah, it would be cool if they I met each other. I
5: text John and ask him.
3: So what do you what do you two like to do? What's your what's your passion? Um, what are your hobbies? I'm not gonna ask you what your job is. I'm gonna ask you what your hobbies are. What you like? I, what my job is retire early. Oh, good, very good. Very retired. So what what kind of cool stuff are you doing? I'm uh, playing pickleball and
6: softball and did, balls? I'm in the best best fitness of my life at, at age 59.
3: Believe it or not, dude, you do um, not look 59. Well, no way, the youthful spirit says a lot about about the. Yeah.
6: And I like to come out and see bands.
3: Yeah. Do, do you play instruments? I don't. Regrettably, no. Well, you're retired, so there's plenty of time to learn. Yeah. Plenty of instruments. He,
5: he doesn't sing well.
3: <laughs> well, neither did Iggy Pop. Look what happened with him. David Bowie, not really necessarily. He's got his own style. Everyone's got their own style. Bob Dylan, he's got his own style. Tom
5: Petty, he can't sing. You couldn't there sing. There we go.
3: You're a singer. <laughs> do you sing? Do you like to sing?
5: I used to. I like why used to? Why, sing. Is he used I to? Like why do to I hear sing.
3: the, uh, you know...
5: I like to sing until he tells me to stop. I put
3: singing out to pasture, or, you know... Uh, oh, what? Well, then see, so you do duets then. There you go. You got your own brand, you got your own brand, and together you're like the new Sonny and Cher of the Millennium. You can start up a band. So what do you like to do? What, do you, what are your passions? Uh, I'm kind of
5: creative. I like to... Artsy
3: type stuff. Aha! Uh-huh. What do you like to do? Like, uh, like gluing up, you know, like googly eyes to wood planks, or like what stuff I, like I that? I could
5: do those. I like scrapbook. I make cards. I do googly eyes to wood things. I like spell out words.
3: And My mom and I would always go to the different craft shows. I can't tell you how many different craft shows you take me to, in the malls, just all these different places, and it was always cool. She taught me craftsmanship. Now that I think about it, and I think this is so great that I think this is so great that you're talking about this because she was the one who taught me about that. Where we go there, and we'd see these people who are so like people who would whittle things out of soap, little pigs and, and things. I'm going, what the heck? How long did that take you? And well, two hours. What? what? <laughs> That'd be like a, an eight month.
5: And it might melt. <laughs> and it might melt.
3: It was so fascinating. So, what what are some of your passionate things that you like to do in the craft shows? Um.
5: I, I just do a lot of scrapbooking because I, I like photographs, especially looking back at old photographs or
3: even ones that are only like 10, 20 years old. And what were, some of your, what were some of your favorite kind of crafts that you like to do? I know you crocheting, you'd crochet.
2: Uh, needlework was really my thing. I, I worked a lot with, um, you know, like work and embroidery. Not so Much cross stitch, yeah, just like pictures and, and embroidering around you know, clocks. I made mean, several clocks, those were cool. I love doing, um, I recently got into painting bird houses and I give them away to all my friends my like Christmas bird houses with the snow on them and the little trees and the little lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like doing that
5: peace
2: poles yeah, awesome. garden poles yeah I love doing good stuff yeah and um, any kind of de- decoupage and, yeah. and wood and plants what's, what's and, decoupage? it's uh, you know, put a
5: glossy like you take a card or something glue it to wood then oh my gosh those.
3: we had tables like that uh, th- those tables were that huh? And then green the tables they would have little interesting newspaper prints and yeah. stuff
2: I did a a big barrel that had all the like 1960s magazine headlines, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, all that. Did you do quilling? Oh yeah, I love quilling.
5: My mom did. My mom took my wedding invitation and quilled flowers all around it and
2: put it in a frame. I want to get more into that. I love quilling. I want to teach my daughter that. Math for me, yeah.
3: Isn't it interesting when you think about these these different crafts, these different these different sort of they've turned into their own genres or their uh, like definitions? And it was just someone who tried some interesting thing. And they go, okay, we're going to call this this Sklingity Skling. and then they're
5: seventies crafts are coming back. Quilling is big now. Macrame is big again. And then my mom used to buy this. It was called fake fur. Oh yeah, and she'd make like these pointy flowers and arrangements out of fake fur, and it's like
2: what interesting. Have you seen this before? I've seen, I've never done it. Fake fur? What? Yeah, you would like
5: comb it, and then you would curl it up to make like this, and then you you comb it and rat it and hairspray it. It will like so you can kind of
3: make a sculpture out of like this hair hair thing. Yeah. Was Was it? Was it? uh, Help me picture. I mean, was it in the shape of something already, or did you make the shape out of what no, it actually you the saw? It
5: came as, it was like fabric. You cut it and then comb the long stuff, like a shag carpet. And then you would, <clears throat> she would curl it and make like these yeah. teardrop things. And then she might like stick it to a wire or a pipe cleaner. And then I'm envisioning something, but. I can't describe it.
2: It just was Look 70s. Up it was so Look 70s. up 70s crafts. You'll find it. it. Was right up there with the the troll, yeah, dolls. The troll dolls. That's what started <laughs> it. Yeah.
3: The troll dolls. Yeah, the Wishnick the, 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 trolls. Right. Yeah. I remember those yeah, little yeah, guys. Yeah, the
2: trolls. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of good crafts.
3: It's so cool. Oh, so sure. have you have
2: you been at any of the like craft store, uh, craft
3: shows, any of that stuff? Do you any of that? No. No, I Are you?
5: Not are you
3: retired at all? Yes. Are you retired as well? Yep. So you two are retired. Okay, think about this. This is what you've been waiting for, the moment where you can relax and really really go after these projects where nobody's telling you what to do or what not to do or how yep. to do it. Yep. Nobody is trying to get their you know agendas into what you want to do. And you, you can explore whatever kind of instrument you want. You can I know. enter these crafts like day how exciting. Saturday.
5: Every it really is. Saturday.
3: Pickleball, right? You yep. were saying you were playing it. Yep. My dad plays pickleball. Yep. He started doing pickleball and he started covering them too, right? In the newspaper. So they were all so excited going, oh, Chuck, you got to check out my match. Oh my God, it was so great. He really got into it. I just, I just
6: just picked it up in March and I'm playing three times a week now, every day. Oh my God. Every, That's every, every, not true. every three times a week. You learn down in I no. played a couple matches down there and then
3: I came back well, that's when you learned it oh so that's that's what started the inspiration huh yeah. Where you... somebody said come on down I'll show you how to play oh my god, god that was a good time well, what, okay so what do you think that you like most that cause every sport or every well, like Prince says the crafts you talked about there's certain things about them that really draws you to them. what do you like about, pick, about pickleball the most I don't
2: know
6: it's pretty fast paced at times and other times there's strategy um it is a two physical, which which is great for older people. It's like it's like tennis for old people sometimes I say. What kind of so the pickle, what or what kind of
3: ball It's kinda of like a wiffle ball. It's about it's about the size of a baseball, but it's a wiffle ball. Okay. Okay. So, and it's like tennis. Yeah. With or, or, or oversized ping pong, kind of a combination. So, it's, so the beautiful thing is, it kind of floats through the air. You get a chance to actually see where it's coming from or how oh, yeah. it's going. It's not coming at you real fast. It's something that goes. It, it can be. And if, then you get, oh, right, right. If, if everybody's standing right up at the net, it's oh, just bang, bang,
6: bang, bang. Oh right my gosh. So see. how
3: close have you stood well, to the net to do something like that? There's
6: actually a rule. You can't stand any closer than seven feet. There, there's a line there. And, and
3: You can't get within seven feet of the net. So, I never heard... So, how do you... I mean, you must... That in itself must be an art form, being that close to net and trying to get that thing that fast. Yeah. Do you try to get guys up, up to the net? And, like, is that your expertise? Well, ideally, you keep them way back. You, so you right, can right, slam right. it,
6: but... Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, like I said, there's all kinds of strategies. Get them yeah. out of position and then hit it through the hole, hit it through the gap, or you can, you can try to hit them... So they can't get a chance to swing at it. It hit them, and it drops the floor.
3: Do you get a point if, if it hits them and they dro- it drops the floor? Yeah, if it drops the drops the floor and they can't return it, that's that's the whole goal. So. so, what do you think are the key thing? What do you think are the key things that you like to focus on when you're playing? Uh, just,
6: just get it back over. Primarily, get it back over. Let them make the mistake. Don't don't force yourself into a unnecessary mistake. Just keep the pressure on them. and hopefully they're going to mess up.
3: So, do you find yourself learning tips and tricks from other guys? Do you find yourself inventing new things?
6: You have to sit and watch. Sometimes there's there's like, sometimes 50 people sitting around to play and there's only six courts with um, four people playing each one, so that's 20 court at a time. And so you sit and watch the other an action and you see what they're doing
3: you see what works and what doesn't and so it's cool so it's not time wasted that's what's so beautiful it's an yeah. education you're actually getting the yeah. do you ever take the notes mental notes or do you write them down yeah, i take mental notes yeah. and then do you find yourself testing them out like okay it's, let's apply yeah. that one right now yep i see somebody
6: try a new shot a lob i go hey that's a good idea to get the guy off the, off the net push him back just lob it over their head so I'll get yeah, it's I incredible. Then.
5: Well, then didn't somebody come to you early on and said if you just work on this,
3: yeah,
5: you could know. be really good? Yeah.
3: Did you implement those kinds of little tricks? I'm trying
6: it.
3: <laughs> it's constant, all exploration. It's, it's all yeah. constant
6: Every time I go, I try to pick up, come back a better player than I was when I went. So.
3: And it's fun because it's like the only way you could do that is if you play the game, and you know, so there. Like you're saying, everybody's lining up to want to play the game. Do they do sort of did they do sort of like a lottery to try to go, okay? Here are here's the kind of order that people will play, or is it a first come first serve kind of thing? We're playing seven thirty. What time is it? I think we're playing seven thirty. Is it? Is that where they're going? Maybe well, they're going to change. Like yeah. Oh well, then it looks like it. someone's got to visit the restroom. You guys, it's been a pleasure meeting you. It's been a pleasure. Okay, so my name of my podcast—it's called Inspirato it looks Projecto. Like
2: raining. Yeah, I told you.
3: Look at that beauty. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Look what we did. We dreamed it into existence. The rain has gone away
2: stage for you so that's good they're cleaning up the stage well those kids are going to be playing so they'll dry off the oh, stage oh they're playing before us yeah. oh good
3: well I'm very excited you guys thank you so much for talking thanks for putting up with me and uh, it's been a pleasure learning about your lives and your and your passions so you're going to be podcasted next okay after the show all right bye mom if I don't see in a second but I might who knows you don't know that was fun that was great I'm seeing all these Venn diagrams I got the uh, synchronicity rock in my pocket the uh, rainbow moonstone I'm just gonna talk to one of these band members Mm. hey you guys are great man I thought that was a brilliant idea to come in here and blast the good vibes in this closed environment because it's like dude what else do we got you know what I mean it's like okay we can't do that right now well what the hell what do we got oh well here's an audience you know and and you're trapped in here with me so it's beautiful because you're like and it was great because your guys' music—it's just what what uh, I recorded one of your songs when I came up close. I was recording you guys. Um, Falling Michigan, uh, uh, Milwaukee, Falling Milwaukee, Fair, Farewell Milwaukee, is Farewell the name Milwaukee. Band, yeah. Now, how long have you guys been together?
1: Uh, a while, man. Like nine, ten years. Yeah.
3: yeah so Did you? Do do you know. Are you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin? I am. Yeah. Originally, is that, you were born there?
1: Yep, uh, well I was born in Janesville, Wisconsin, and then spent most of my growing up in
3: northern Milwaukee area. And then how what what was like the first thing that started getting you interested in playing it, playing an instrument? Neil Young after the gold rush,
1: the first track off that record.
3: Tell me why. Dude, you know what's so beautiful is right now I'm reading Waging Heavy Peace Heavy oh, yeah, Peace. Waging Heavy Peace is yeah, yeah. his autobiography. Yeah. Right now I'm reading that. Uh-huh. And dude, so of course you're bringing up Neil Young. I've been—I th- was when I was listening to you, I'm like, there, I'm feeling a ghost of Neil Young happening really? here. It was cool because was, it was an honest, like, uh, folk. It, it sounded to me like something you'd hear back in the day, like a Bob Dylan. So it's funny that you're bringing up Neil Young right now because I'm yeah, reading about his here, life, and he's totally talking about, you know, coming out to California for the first time, Route Six Six, and going to the ocean, and then. Not getting along with the hitchhikers, so they just ditch him somewhere. It's good, I you gotta Shaky, read it. It's good. Shaky
1: is supposed to be a really good book, uh, Neil Young autobiography. Or so he's written a couple. This might be a biography,
3: um,
1: but it's called Shaky, and I have it, I just haven't read it yet. So.
3: So, so, did you find yourself at first, maybe like when you were playing, were you doing Neil Young covers or how? Because I can imagine if if he was my big inspiration for guitar, I would probably be doing a lot of covers around places. That's just
1: like, uh, that's why I wanted to learn guitar. And then I started trying to write songs right away. Like I never oh, that's really cool. did covers, oh, that's... I just always started. I think uh, my first song I ever wrote was called Cowgirl in the Sun. And Do you still and... remember it? Do you know the melody of it? Oh, God, that'd be great. It, but it's like, I think it's a direct rip-off of Cowgirl in the Sand, and I called it <laughs> Cowgirl in the Sun. Dude, you it's know, that's much the same melody, yeah.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's the, All that's great the artists good. do it. Just talk to, you know, Weird Al. He's always doing that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's so cool. So, okay, so then how many... I, I, were you in a few bands, or is this, like, been the only band that you've been in? Or? Uh... Farewell
1: Milwaukee is like my first... We There's a band called Montreal, which four of us were in, and it was more like an alternative rock band. And then once we kind of found that, that folk rock, Neil Young vibe, we started Farewell
3: Milwaukee, and it's been that ever since. What is it that you like the most about the Neil Young vibe? What is it about his vibe that, goes, that speaks to you? I realized you could combine rock and roll with country music.
1: That was the first time I realized that somebody did that and put that together and then I started to realize a bunch of other bands did it too but the way Neil did it and the way the music was recorded on Harvest and after the Gold Rush and all those like he got a barn and recorded metal yeah. steel in he a was barn talking about but it, it had that roomy sound the way that music was recorded and the songs were written, like I was just enamored with
3: it, you know? I was just attracted to it for sure. It's crazy because like, all throughout the biography, he's talking about how important sound is and how important that, that analog sound is. And he, he created this invention called Pure Tone. Or his, his idea was to make this thing called Pure Tone. And what it would do is, it would take like an MP3 file. He was talking about the, you know, the vast difference between listening to that analog, that original thing, and all this compressed music in MP3. So his his special instrument would somehow pull out the elements that were necessary in an MP3 to give it that so you could really truly hear hear the music for what it really was. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because he's always talking about just how much he appreciates the, the sound. Yeah. You know how much yeah. that's a big important oh, thing. Oh yeah, to do. for sure. So here you're talking about that barn, and it's great because he's talking about when he bought that barn with Peggy, who's his you know with his wife and where he and he dude, it's so cool. To see the seeds of people, because mm-hmm. uh, I've been going on this rabbit hole trail. The Laurel Canyon music, oh, all yeah. that great, Echo that's, in the Canyon. I just recently saw the David Crosby documentary, nice. and it's just been, yeah. holy moly, just been. Spot. Oh Brown. Oh, oh yeah, nice. dude!
5: Yeah.
3: Oh my cool. god! Graham Parsons and the Grateful Brothers. If you go to uh, iTunes, there's a playlist. If you just type in Laurel Canyon. Nice. After I saw, after I went to Echo in the Canyon because before that I was, I was reading about Laurel Canning because I was reading No One Here Gets Out Live by, by uh, Jim Morrison or about Jim Morrison and the doors and that was talking all about mamas and papas and carpenters and all those guys who just hang out in Buffalo Springfield and then Crosby Stills Nash and Young and you know all these little the birds and yeah, and you're seeing how they're all integrated all the Venn diagrams and who then breaks off to work with this guy oh and now Peter Tork has helped out with this and yeah and you're going, oh, dude, this is so cool to see. And then you go, oh, everyone was hanging out at Mickey Dolan's house and recording all these archives. And so it's, and Brian Wilson, well, he shows up playing piano. <laughs> oh, there's John Lennon. Okay, what? Yeah. And 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 oh, it just blows my mind because I know that Mickey Dolan's has a whole bunch of these archives. And my dream would be to go, Mickey, let's spend a whole lot of time listening to these songs and making albums with them, please. <laughs> let's get them out there in the world, dude. Yeah, man. Oh my god! So okay, so um, you were saying that you do, you're doing solo music too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I made one solo record called Rented Rooms, and now actually on the 13th of this month, I've got a new record coming out uh, called For You Again, and it's we're gonna release it up in Minneapolis. At, there's a place called the Parkway Theater. We're releasing the show at. And
3: do you know what that? What, what's that date?
1: That's the 28th of
3: September. So okay, I'll folks, if you're out there. The full band, you're gonna be able to see this happening live. That would be kick ass if you showed up. Oh, what would be a website? What what is what some sort of social network thing they could find it through? Uh, easiest is probably just my name, Ben Can you just spell that for the all the uh, all the spelling bee enthusiasts out there? How would you spell that? Ben B E N Lubeck L U B E C K dot com. Or or Google it or I've got Very Twitter. Good. Do you Instagram have like Facebook and all that stuff, uh, Instagram and all that? Yep, all yeah, that. So they can definitely find you. For sure. Good. So okay, so I recorded your song, and I was I was sitting over there and I'm like, okay, I got to get closer to the epicenter. So uh, yeah, folks, that's who you that's who you heard earlier, in this guy. So I had to get him archived. Cool, man. Yeah, Thank you so awesome. much for letting What's me. Oh, it's called Inspirato Mike? Projecto. It's called Inspirado Projecto. So after this, I'll friend you. Yeah, reach out to me. And-, and then that way you can, and then you can see what's going on. Cool. And, uh, and I'll upload this whole experience with because I'm with Yachtly Crew, and we're gonna be playing. And so I, I want to archive this stuff. That's sweet. You know, man. so it's there. That's really. And so why uh, it's it? Uh- what is it called? Oh, Inspirato Projecto. Okay. So it's whatever inspiring me, I project it back out there, and sweet. I do that inspires someone else. Is it it's a just podcast this, or what format? It's a podcast, do you? yeah. That's sweet. So you can find it on Spotify out. actually. I'll check it out. You can find on Spotify and all kinds of different apps. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is a this is a podcast app. It's by Anchor.fm. Okay. So if you ever want to start your own podcast, dude, for someone who's got so many ideas, if you got so many ideas. And you find them writing them down. Why not just dictate them to yourself yeah. and then make that into a podcast? That's all I've been doing. Cool. So ideas, the most absurd, whatever. If I if I find someone who's interesting, I record that immediately. I follow through with that. I find people on the subway. I I talk to the Uber drivers. You know, so it's just like a thrill because I've been learning all these new people and finding these stories that no one else will ever hear. Yeah, That's really special. Yeah, that's and cool. it's fun to it's fun to share that now. Yeah. And so then, you know, ideally that will then inspire people to learn more about just the people that are around them yeah, and ask more questions because there are entire universes with it. This is just one tiny piece. Yeah. Imagine all the different avenues I could have gone down. It's just like freaking that. brilliant. It's fun. It's, it's such a brilliant, like not 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 like oh what a great idea, but it's such a brilliant feeling to to you know okay cool we're turning up the volume on people's yeah, passions and talents. Sure. I sat with a couple over there. I learned so much. About their lives yeah. and what they're interested in and what their passions are. I think people light up when they talk about the things that are their hobbies. Especially the things that they consider their hobbies. Because they got a 9-to-5 job or something. And they're going, well, I really like painting. or I really like, you know, making wooden sculptures. Aha. That's the thing I want to hear about. I don't care about this insurance salesman stuff. That's, let's, let's talk about this. You know, and then ideally what that does is it starts sparking and sparking and making them remembering you know, and then and getting them visualizing in that aspect, and then ideally, then recognizing it when they come across people in their life who echo those sentiments for them to go, ah, you're someone I, you know, let's do this, let's yeah. let's work on this. You're yeah. someone who who echoes that passion. Okay, maybe this is a sign. Yeah. So it's crazy when I have seen how the reverberations have worked, and I just I just love just keep keep putting it forward. It's so fun. It's a special thing, man. Like when. With all the life hurdles that
1: are being blasted at you every day, and to uh, have conversations like this, I
3: mean, it's, there's a lot of beauty out there. Yeah, in the world, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, lots of unexplored territory. And you're exploring it. That's all. Awesome. Shit, it's so fun. It's like being a pioneer, and I don't have to travel the Oregon Trail to do it. Yeah. These sweet. are the Oregon trails. Yeah. You're the Oregon it's Trail, cool. dude. You're and I'm not going to get special. diphtheria. <laughs> <all>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to get leprosy. My arm off. That's it's awesome. just. It's, it's so fun because I get to learn all these people and then I connect with them and then I get to share them with all the other because then I think about the different aspects of like ways in which I can combine people that's the other thing I love doing is bridging the gaps and, and connecting the connections because it's like here's a star there's a star there's a star now let's build the constellation yeah
1: that's sweet <laughs> dude. that's awesome it's fun
3: cool. yeah. yeah so yeah. thanks for talking man it's, it's been true. a pleasure to meet you man Thank you. oh yeah Oh, my name is Kurt. Kurt. Well, we go by Stony Shores and Yatli Crew. Okay, but yeah. So Yacht, So Stony Shores, I will. Uh, I will get a hold of you. Yeah, inside Reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Just stay in contact. Absolutely. Are you,
1: what's the deal with you
3: guys? Are you, oh, seventies uh, and eighties uh, love songs, sweet. Uh, soft rock, like uh, Michael McDonald, Toto. Awesome. Uh, Christopher Cross, all the all the favorites, you know oh, yeah. that you, that make it travel down memory lane. That's sweet. And that's what's fun too is that these guys are all really good people. They got each other's backs, which is a rarity in a band. Yeah. And we're singing love songs on top of it. So the, the intention is always, what more can I give you? Yeah. Obviously, when the 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 audience is receptive, then we really, really can just really give it back and forth to each other. When it's when it's, you know, like, we're giving this to you, and it's just going, and you could just feel it like, go you know, and you're going, okay, that's a much different kind of, much different kind of exhaustion than when you're going, and they're going, and it's just a volleyball game. You know, like here, it was, you know. I've been to both. I've been to both. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's fun, too, because it's like, because then it really makes you appreciate the ones where yeah. people go, oh,
1: yeah, you know, a part of it. Sweet.
3: That's great. All right, what's
1: the deal with the stage? Are you guys going to be able uh,
3: Yeah, I think so. Is it is it is it it, what is it soaked?
1: I don't know. I haven't been back up there yet. It was getting wet, um, so I don't know. That's
3: Billy Ocean, the lead singer. Sweet. So I'm Stoney Shores. There's Paulie Shores, who's the saxophone player. There's Baba Bowie, who's the bassist. Yeah. Uh, Sailor Hawkins on the drums. We've got uh, Tommy Bowie on guitar, and then David Bowie on the (laughs) percussion. So it's a family band. Awesome. Yeah. Where are you guys coming from? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Los Angeles. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. So that's what's so crazy too. I just got to share this sentiment with you since we're talking to Cosmos. So no one here gets out alive. As I was reading that, I started um, getting an idea for a song about Laurel Canyon. So I've all I've got so far is just the chorus, and you know I've been I've been playing around with this, and I started imagining to myself. Okay, and this is before I was in Yatli La- Yatli Crew, and I thought to myself, you know. I want to bring back, because all those all those, all those, good vibes were up in Laurel Canyon, and they stumbled down on the Sunset Strip, and they played those clubs, and they stumbled back up to Laurel Canyon, and Laurel Canyon's this beautiful, natureous, magic, magic, magic town. They come back down, and they go play on Sunset Strip. So they're always putting it out there, which is really amazing and insane, is that here were all these positive, beautiful, peaceful love songs. That were happening concurrently with that Vietnam War, so you have this severe, and then you got severe, and you really saw like the pure coexistence of the yin and yang, really big time. And to think that those guys out there in Vietnam were listening to these love songs, like every time, anytime you see those like Vietnam movies, like our fortune is you know, or like uh, all the leaves are brown, the leaves are brown. Man, this guy's great. And you just see like that weird juxtaposition kind of thing. What's interesting is then that because that was such an un, you know unignorable thing, they started get making the records. I mean, it was crazy because it just kept picking up and picking up. So I had all this in my brain. And I'm thinking, okay, I want to be in a band that's bringing back that vibe, the loving vibe on Sunset Strip that was the, the only intention I had in my brain and me being on the Sunset Strip participating in whatever that was yeah. however if I was just the guy going with the maracas however it was that would be happening on Sunset Strip and then somehow Yachtly Crew comes along and we've been playing on the Sunset Strip <laughs> and the Viper Room and somehow really? up and down the strip the awesome. people know who Yachtly Crew is because we're splashing with tidal waves of love songs cool, they're not used to that the Viper Room is like mostly heavy metal bands the beautiful thing is check this out there's a tribute band called Peace Frog. They're a Doors tribute band. They play every Sunday at Viper Room, so they're like the heartbeat of that era, going wah, wah, every Sunday. And then we come in, nice you know, I that was the really first cool. Friday. I that. Oh Someone's yeah, I love that. Oh oh god, I want to interview you too. Okay, so oh, what this is great. Oh, what you oh this is from my podcast. Okay. Inspirato Projecto. Oh wait, what
0: is this little Apple device you have? There? Well,
3: okay, I had to figure this whole thing out. Now this is simply a microphone. This is only a six-dollar microphone. It used to have a fuzzy top, but I hate the feeling of Nerf. I had to just yank it off. So this used to just plug in my old phone, but since these these iPhones have that like USB lightning thing, thing or yeah. whatever, yeah, I had to find. I, I looked all over, high and low, that's trying to find, to find some find. way to get that thing going. What's beautiful is you can just sit it down in the middle of the table and it catches everything. It really catches. Oh, stuff that's good. awesome! You See, never I have an Android,
0: this. and you can plug. There's microphones you can buy that you just plug right into the eighth-inch jack. But I've never found one for an Apple device. Okay, is the, can I send an email to you? I'll send you yeah. the. Uh, I'll send you the. Uh, the how this The little works. specs oh of what God, I did
3: for this. Oh my that's awesome! Because it's great. You take it around if you do podcasts. Yeah. And uh, the app, I'll give you the app. Yeah. too. Oh yeah. Use whatever. Yeah. And you know what's so funny? It uploads to iHeartRadio. Oh. Really? This upload, my podcast is on iHeartRadio. It's on that's Spotify. Right. That's great. It's on. Great. What's it's the name of your Tune podcast? It's on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I mean, it's like crazy. Thirty different distribution sites. Oh, it's called Inspirato
0: Projecto. Okay, Inspirato Projecto. Yes, yes. Inspirato Projecto. I'm gonna tie that. Oh, could you do I'll a
3: promo? That would be great if you could do a promo.
0: I will play it before the
3: podcast. <laughs> there you go. I also well, have my. Go. I was telling about my radio show. I'll yeah. play it on my radio show. Oh, too. that's awesome. And I'll get one from you
0: too, right? That's sweet. Yeah. I'll, I'll split them. I'll sp- I can do that with this. I can split it. That's cool. So. So I uh, oh this is recording now. i pray oh, yeah. we're having this conversation <laughs> as we, we just speak. had a great interview, and we'll continue. Well, oh, I'm sorry, and no, I no, interrupted no, no, no. it. No, this That's is part
3: of it. This is part you're of it. it. The cosmic soup that. is stirring. I love it this.
0: Okay, so yeah. uh, what do, what do you want me to talk about? I have no idea. <laughs> well, well,
3: okay, if you could give me a prompt. Okay, so for instance, what's your name? And you could say, you know, uh, what's state your name from iHeartRadio, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio. Okay.
0: This is Maxwell from iHeartRadio, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto.
3: Nice. <laughs> okay, so if you can state your name, say the name of your band, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto.
1: Hey, this is Ben Lubeck from Farewell, Milwaukee, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto.
3: You guys, I love, I love it. Okay, good. Now, I wanna interview you as to how did you first get in a radio? What inspired you to get in a radio?
0: Um, Okay, I'm going to really, like, reveal my age W-K-R-P, here. WKRP. Okay. Right? So, well, me. <laughs> actually, actually, that was part of it. But basically, <laughs> was it, I but. was the junior high kid that was afraid to ask the girls to dance, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so when the DJ came to do the dances from the radio station, I was the geek that went up there and Can I pull your records, man? You were, so you were like an assistant, to yeah. A DJ. I would pull his records. I love it. And he, you know, and he'd say, "Hey, uh, yeah, you know, pull Casey in the Sunshine Band." I'd pull Casey in the Sunshine Band. <laughs> That's great! Oh my god! Right. And then, and then, uh, when I got into college, I wanted to be a news anchor, but I got a, I got a, I got a one shift, an hour shift on the campus radio station the broadcast in the dining hall.
3: What a great gig. They're and trapped I, I with was, you. They're trapped was, with you. I I got
0: lunch time.
3: <laughs> Dude, One lunch brilliant. a week. Oh, my God. That's
0: great. And uh, and I just thought, I don't want to be a vain news anchor that has to really look good all the time. I can wear whatever I want. I can, <laughs> I can play music, man, Dude, man just like my DJs yeah. did in, in junior high.
3: Wearing your pajamas. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I was addicted. And, uh, you know, so I worked a lot of you know, $8,000 a year jobs in my early
3: it's <laughs> career. It's <good. laughs> Wow.
0: Yeah, so so one
3: thing just became another, because well, I'm sure you inspired someone who goes, oh yeah, this guy I could use for this. is so yeah. oh yeah, I like that.
0: And you guys can appreciate this based on some of the music you play is, when I started, when I got my first part-time job, paid job, I was, in, I was a sophomore in college, and we had disco sweeps at quarter after and quarter of the hour, we had to beat mix two disco records, the vinyl. And I that's how I learned to beat mix. And I became like one of the most popular DJs in college because I, I was love it. I was buying the the companies that would make club records, you know, vinyl, you know, discs that that were mixes of Donna Summers and all that. So I, I, I subscribed to that and I spent all the money I made in the radio on that and I made a bunch of money DJing in college because I could beat oh Knicks. my god so. wow you're like a mad scientist of. Seven. I was I was and now now they're making millions of dollars some of these DJs I'm like
3: hey I was doing that for $45 yeah. <laughs> well, at a
0: frat party. You know? Oh,
3: my. You know, it's so cool. funny. There's this phrase that says the pioneers get the arrows, the settlers get the gold. <laughs> yeah, that You know, that so you're a pioneer. You got yeah, the right. arrows. You paid I the way for the settlers. I that was hilarious in a yeah.
0: way. And I tell people that. They go, what? You know, most yeah, of the young what? people in the business are like, you mixed, <laughs> you beat mixed <laughs> vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> what if Where's the CDs? Didn't you do CDs? I'm like, yeah, that was like
3: way later in my <laughs> yeah, career.
0: Yeah, right. Well, now, I've been you, around a long time.
3: Now, do, um. So, uh, were you a fan of Casey Kasem?
0: Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Yes, absolutely. Okay, Tell and me the and story. I was also kind of crazy. I I I actually had some parody songs in my early career that got on Dr. Demento, and I don't know if you. I remember. love Dr.
3: Demento. Oh that's a big inspiration behind this Oh yeah,
0: thing. I don't know. Huge. If you re- I don't know if you remember a song called "I Want to Be a Cowboy." I want to. No, wait, I, uh, I, I want be, be a cowboy. cowboy. Right. So I did. A, I did a parody girl. of it called yeah. "I, I Want to Be a Golfer," and, it, be and be it made the golfer. Dr. Demento show, so. right. yes.
3: which is so great because you made up a version of because you're just saying something about sun with the the uh, Neil Young song. Which was mm-hmm. a, yeah, a, yeah,
1: yeah, oh, yeah. Say that again. Yeah. It was called "Cowgirl in the Sun," and I just ripped off "Cowgirl in the Sand." That was my first
0: song that's, ever. That's awesome! <laughs> i, I love brilliant. That's how you think, and as songwriters, that's how you think. You know? Yeah. 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 So, I want to be a And, and I actually, I be, yeah. uh, in storage, I have, because Dr. Demento back in the day came on vinyl to the radio stations. Oh, my God. And I still have the that show that it, it was on. So, yeah.
3: Fish heads, fish heads. Yeah, oh, polly, my God. Yeah, heads. so I'm yeah. kind of a
0: Dr. Demento geek. And he, he
3: helped out Weird Al, which yeah. is great, because so we mentioned Weird Al earlier.
0: Now, I had a character many years ago. His name was Elton Jones. <laughs> And he rapped Elton John songs.
3: Okay, what's one of his songs? After you explain who he is, please. He's got he's to be a channel I remember when
0: rock was young. <laughs> Me and Susie had so much fun. You know, and that was that. And yeah. it's like... And nobody took him serious, you know. It's his character that...
3: <laughs> come up with That's something good. original. He's right? so committed to... So yeah. unapologetic in his, his artistic so expression.
6: Awesome.
3: Yeah. So, okay, it turns out... This is going to flip your brain. Um, I... Hey, Robin! Hey, Robin! Hey, Robin, come here a second. I, I gotta introduce you to the, I, come here a second. Join the Druid Circle. Okay, okay, you're gonna flip your lid when, when I, I don't even wanna ruin a surprise. So, guess what? He's a huge fan of Casey and Case. I immediately thought oh, of you. sure, Please tell him exactly what you told me yesterday, or today. Well, oh, we were talking about Hanna-Barbera? Well, and your collection. Shaggy? Your collection. What about my collection? Collection. You you use your DJ skills and using your collection of Casey Kasem
1: oh, stuff. Tell right. them about I, this. Yeah, I just have a whole bunch of uh, the top forty.
0: You have the discs. Records. You have the the vinyl. the vinyl. Oh my God, that is so awesome. Yeah, I have, awesome. I have of it. Casey Kasem's stacks last show on on oh, vinyl. Oh really? Yes. That's super yes. Cool. And you know, and at that point they were sending it out in in digital form too, but I have it on vinyl. Oh yeah, Casey. Oh come on. Right? Right. Exactly. I told him he's got to somehow find a way to digitize because I
3: said there's going to be someone out there who wants to hear this I said you got to somehow get this on it. what not if he gets idea. to digitize it and somehow idea. gets it out there well, you know, the, the, or they are running,
0: re-running his shows now on radios yeah. and classic hit stations oh, that's I got cool. it because one of my old friends um,
1: worked at a radio station
0: oh and, and he gave that and,
1: to you well, yeah he used to spin it
0: that is that is so so I was also a big Rick D's fan back. I was going to say disco so Dutch, right? He had a top totally. forty program yeah. too, which yeah. I have all those yeah, yeah. on yeah. vinyl too. So. Oh my god! You I guys. wanted to be him when I was you know young. So I totally everybody I wanted to be. Oh, him. there's yeah. I, I like he had a he had a headshot where his eyes were really wide. and He was like. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I went and ha- I tried to replicate it exactly. I'm working at a little radio station in Texas, it. you know, trying to be Rick B. So, oh my Rod's God, he that's great. A great! voice, oh, yeah, yeah, he, he does. does. He's, no, you he's have boss. a great voice. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, have a big yeah, mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah big, oh. Mouth. <laughs> oh. big mouth. I actually, when I was young, and I still don't, you know, there are some guys in radio who have the, you know, really the, you know, yeah, yeah, big yeah. mean voice, is, you know, there talking is. about. Yeah, there it is. is. Right. And I, I, was one of that, but I would always sound so young and says like a chipmunk when I was young. And, and I went to, a, I was just in, inducted in the Iowa Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for my radio work oh, here. Yes, it's, it's kind of cool, you know. I mean, it's not, you know, but it's the Iowa so Rock and Roll awesome, Hall though. of I mean, Fame. Yeah, yeah so it's so great. Cool. So uh, there are all these old guys that are ten years older than me that did radio back in the day. And they're like, yeah, you're, you're really lucky, man. Cause <laughs> yeah. You sound, you still sound young you know, we can't get hired because we sound so old. I'm like, I, you were the voice guys the we wanted voice to be. Register. You were yeah. the guys <laughs> that had the cojones back in the day, <laughs> right. you know? Oh,
3: right. yeah, dude, totally. Uh, yeah. Diving right in. Now, were you a, a, a Gene Shepard fan?
0: Yes, I know who, I know who Gene Shepherd is.
3: The voice of Wonder, uh, of not Wonder Years that no, forgive me. Um, uh, Christmas Story. Right, Christmas yeah, Story, yeah, yeah. right, right. All that was based on his... Uh, his, his DJ stuff. He, he would talk about his times. Right, because
0: up. The, there's the radio station in the movie, right? You know, in that. So yeah, yeah. And he had a he had that kind of really cool voice, man. You know, I just I don't know. I kind I kind of dig those old AOR jocks. The old uh, you know when rock radio, the album rock radio came out, and they were just so cool. The WKRP type. Oh guys. yeah, WKRP. You know, they were just so cool, man. And then there are the guys that tried to rhyme. The, the disc jockeys that rhymed everything they said and, and you know. God I'm too old the poets I of back. the airwaves yeah but anyway radio fun still in my blood so. oh my God
3: how many of these records do you
0: have Robin I don't know I can't tell you I've have never, you ever I've heard heard more, the, than uh, more than ten more than ten more than ten have you ever heard the K C case K out outtake where he got angry about about the letter that somebody sent in about their dog died and Casey like let loose man, and we saw the dark side of Casey. Oh, it's on, oh, oh yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you have gotta listen to that. You're to gonna hear, you it,
3: really it, want to hear it. That it's
0: side gonna of t- him or totally not. make Casey Kasem a real back. human being. <laughs> <laughs> after after the bell is rung, no,
3: there's, you cannot ring that bell.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
3: you can't ring that bell. Yeah,
0: it's crazy, man. Somebody sent up a letter about a dog died. He came out of an up tempo song, and he's yelling at the producer. Yeah, because
3: they put it. They put like a happy song after that, or something right like, yeah, it's like everybody dancing that.
0: you know like, his yeah. dog, dog just died dog. <laughs> yeah. and then he's like let me talk to so-and-so let me talk to so-and-so bleep
3: and bleep so oh and my so-and-so. god it was, awesome. it was awesome well and it's funny because he said we were talking about how, how many voices he did for the cartoons all those Barbera barbaric yeah videos.
0: oh my god yeah shaggy oh yes i of would all love all to hear outtakes for those oh yeah oh my god what is gosh. this dialogue yeah totally right <laughs>
1: yeah yeah uh, like
2: oh I was totally hanging out with Scoob and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What am I supposed to be saying? I'd like to
0: hear it. Just for fun, dirty shaggy, just you know <laughs> totally, totally <laughs> amazing. That that would be a good parody, like hip hop artist, dirty shit. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Dirty shit. Really and he dresses like him and everything. That's you could do it. Really you do good do the idea. Voice. Yeah. you should do oh, it. Oh, yeah. He's really
3: got a person who dresses shaggy. like Scooby Doo at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby Doo starts rapping. Like him. I mean, not sandwich. <laughs> <a whole> sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> she clamped my head in and I
0: couldn't breathe, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. But you gotta rap oh it or something. You gotta be a hip hop.
1: You gotta. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, right.
6: We'll
0: beat, you know, you know. You know, you can can just take regular shaggy (laughs) shaggy (laughs) dialogue. And it's, it's shaggy it that sounds rest, dirty, but right. it's really not. And then you put it to, you know, totally. mix it, it with a good beat. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> old
6: school, old school
1: shit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. That kids yeah. can listen to right. that and know what's going on. You gotta,
0: you gotta. The look. adults get it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Right? Because that's all the old comedy humor. Yeah.
3: So could you just cut it's and clean, edit all of his dialogue? Right, You gotta, you gotta
0: sample some Sugar Hill Gang and put it underneath. Oh, yeah. What if
3: every single beat just had that scene? Right, right, right. We're at uh, an airport in Minneapolis right now waiting for the airplane. This idea popped in my brain. For um, It'd be like a Saturday Night Live skit kind of thing. Just an absurd skit called The Meanderers. And it's the people who just could care less whether they're standing in their way. They could care less whether they enter your pathway really slow or not. They could care less whether they're all over the sidewalk. They could care less whether they're just all over the place. Uh, Just the most inconsiderate, just completely unaware of what's going on, and so these people are walking around, and they're always getting yelled at people, like, come on, move out of the way, or I'm trying to walk through, you know, and they're just constantly, they're stopping, and it's really slow to take pictures, or to go, oh, no, I mean to go this way, and then they just stop in the middle of what they're doing, and then just turn right back around, backwards, and so, um, (laughs) and I was just imagining those kinds of, um, those kinds of people where you see people trying to do their best to, to sort of anticipate what their next move is where they're trying to like go, where they almost like fake them out in their peripheral maybe in leading them into believe that they're going to walk that way so then they walk the other way. So it's, it's a whole process of trying to figure out what this kind of vibration is about the meanderer and how to deal with it and how to make a smooth kind of um, transition with things. Um, so yeah, the meanderers and maybe The redemptive thing about them is that they somehow keep coming across extraordinary
4: things Um, or, you know, I don't know, survive ridiculous things. Maybe they meander their way off of cliffs by
3: accident. Maybe they meander their way off of bridges by accident. Maybe they meander their their ways into um, oncoming traffic. Um, Strange things like that. So we'll see how that idea marinates. it. was a lot of fun, wasn't it? We got a chance to talk with Max from iHeart. My mom drove all the way out from Illinois to see us out there in Iowa. And now thinking back on it, I wish I would have talked with her a little bit more. I just got ca- so caught
4: up in all these stories from all these people, interviewing them and stuff. Um but you can hear her she's over there in that in that segment with the uh, lady talking about the the wedding the surprise wedding and how crazy is that right seems like a twilight zone episode so i just you know i had a few to drink and i just started just kind of following the inspiration where it took me in terms of interviewing people and and you know that's 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 that crazy stuff we got yes unfortunately the event was was rained out for Yachtly crew Yachtly crew didn't play however it was a paid vacation and uh had we played, I wouldn't have gotten all the cool podcast uh, material that I did, all the good coverage. So that's, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's the Constellation Prize, if you will. Not a consolation, but a Constellation Prize. We got a chance to talk to uh, the fellows from Farewell Milwaukee, Robin Ryder, uh, who's our drum tech guy for Yachtley Crew. That was great to be able to be out there with Yali crew, meet all these wonderful people. And uh, I I would love it if we're back next year. I would love it if we're back next year. I think for a chili cook-off, I think it's kind of required that you have an outdoor, you know, it's an outdoor thing. There's a lot of heat out there. A lot of stuff being cooked out there. So,
3: uh, remember folks, keep your eyes on the magic. Keep your eyes on these synchronicities, and be grateful for all of the signs, all of the unique signs that the universe gives you that lead you in the direction towards being the best version of yourself. That is the barometer, and also give yourself a,
4: do an experiment. Try an experiment sometime. Just turn off your TV. Don't don't, don't watch any news. Don't watch don't watch any politics. Just just just
3: just really lead with your heart. Just try it. Try it. See how it
4: affects your brain. Try it. Some folks say, "Well, I've always wanted to paint. I just don't have time." Well, do you have time to watch the news? Yeah. Do you have time to argue over politics?
3: Yeah. Do you have time? Okay, well then you got time. <laughs> you got time. You got time. It's 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 creating the things that you want to create. That really and this is just my opinion cuz I'm I'm very biased. I'm an artist myself. That is the truest entertainment that one
4: could possibly be involved with is actually participating in it. So give that a try, folks. You 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 you're like, "Oh, I got this guitar here and I don't play it well." There you go. Play your guitar, pick up your guitar. Next time you feel like turning on the television and
3: watching the news, next time you feel like arguing about politics on Facebook, pick up your guitar and strum some chords. Get lost in that world. Allow yourself to
4: really, really, really dive into the world that you yourself are creating. Because you are not beholden to all the illusions and all the the stuff that everybody else is barking at you. Carve your own path. You're the master of your own destiny. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Until next time. Keep the Inspirato flowing.